Oh, hello, hello, hello. I hope everyone's just waiting for some people to get in here. Hello, hello, hello. Just waiting on for some people to show. Hey, Christina. Hope everyone's having a good day. I hope you're having a good day. Just gonna let some more people come in and I'll start. That way we can learn a little more about what the heck's going on in this world. Because this is going to be a fun-filled day. Oh, I'm surprised everyone's not coming in yet. Because what I want to share, I do need some more people to come in and because this isn't a very important one, especially with what's going on in this country. That way we can talk about, hey Anna, welcome to the stream, my friend, welcome to the stream. I hope you enjoy it, and um, hopefully we'll get some more people here in a few minutes. That way we can start all this fun, this fun stuff, because I know most people usually don't show up until about five minutes after I start the stream, so I do know that much. That way we can have a little bit of fun. All right. I figured more people would be here by now. All right. Where is everybody at today? Because I do want to share some things that way we can. Uh, I don't need the audio. All right. I'm going to have this up for right now. That way people, when they get in here, they'll know what we're talking about.
get your kiss bigger. everybody thanks for coming thanks for coming because i want this if you want to share this with your friends and family and everyone around you because this needs to get out because this needs to get out because this is very important. All right. All right. And I'm going to start this. So if someone misses anything, they can come back and uh, watch the beginning of it. Because it is five after and I thought I would start this. What most people don't understand is it wasn't actually Hitler that passed the gun laws in Germany. That was about five years before. Because in 1928, Germany freely elected government enacted a law on firearms and ammunition. This law required anyone who owned a firearm or who wanted to own a firearm to become themselves known to the authorities anyone who wanted to purchase a firearm had to get a firearms acquisition permit if you needed ammunition you needed to get an ammunition acquisition permit when you would go hunting you would need a annual hunting permit hmm doesn't this sound familiar every Every firearm that changed hands professionally had to have a serial number and the makers or dealers name stamped in the metal. Proof of need was made a condition for a nuisance of all license, issuance of all license, not just the carry permit, mandate prison sentences were imposed on anyone who professionally sold or transferred a firearm or ammunition without a license. Tetrons and stabbing weapons were subject to the same licensing requirements as firearms in terms of their manufacturers, manufacturer and sale. As a result of the 1928 law, all firearms and firearm owners were registered to take firearms from anyone they distrusted. The Nazis simply did not renew permits. Under the law, their privately created law, the Nazis could now easily confiscate all weapons and ammunition from any or all selected groups. The law of 1928 has served the Nazis well. It made Almost all I, all law-abiding firearm owners known to authorities. The 1928 law on firearms and ammunition helped the Nazis to destroy democracy in Germany by disarming the law-abiding majority whom they feared. Hello, everybody. Hello, hello, hello. 
I hope everyone's having a good day because this is going to be and that's fine that's fine but hey Floki Loki, you're on here, bud. What's on, brother? Nothing much. Just going over some things that happened in Nazi Germany and tying it into what we're doing today. Yeah, there's... If you look... Uh, yeah, there's a lot of similarities to today. Very much so, very much so. <clears throat> hey, Hillbilly. And uh, Hillbilly, if you go into uh, the Discord group, if you want to come up, you can more than welcome to come up because we are going to talk about some laws in different states. So if you want to come up, come on up. And... I'm not asked to chat, and I'm not asked Floki this. Do you know what states we require uh, a card to have a firearm in this country? Repeat that again. Do you know what states in the United States right now you have to have a firearms permit to actually have a gun in this country. Yeah, I mean, you're look, New York's that way, California's that way. Uh, to my understanding, of course, I don't live in those two states, but you know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, there are very, very gun unfriendly states in the country. Rex, uh, yours is in the in the private chat on Discord, and it's also in um, the group the ties that bind. I left the link in there for people if they wanted to join. And I will show you the states that actually have that. Where is it at? What? Because one of them, everyone knows because of a city in that state. These are the states uh, as of right now that you need an FOID. There's only three of them, but one's Illinois, one's Massachusetts, one's New Jersey. And states that you need to have one to purchase a firearm are Connecticut, Hawaii, Maryland, Michigan, New York, Nebraska, New York, and North Carolina. That tells you everything that you need to know right there them are the states that you have to have i'm surprised california doesn't have it 
Because I was even looking for that. Yeah, because I know that they're um, very anti-gun out there as far as the government goes. The state <laughs> government. Now, you know, I know there's people out there that are screaming up and down, no, no, you know, we like our guns out here, but I'm speaking government-wise. Yeah, because I do have some things um, pulled up here that we will talk about. Because I have all the states that all the gun laws in those states. Yeah, see now here just a year or two ago they finally did away with our uh, concealed carry permit now you don't have to have one to carry and you're living in what pennsylvania west by god virginia hey rex welcome to the panel you know about you you know about these laws Central, you live in a state that is very anti-gun. Oh yeah, so much fun. Very sanitary. <laughs> and Floki, sure. you must be one of the luckiest people on earth to live in West Virginia. There's more guns in West Virginia than there is uh, freaking people. <laughs> That's a fact. <laughs> and you don't hear about the map. Why is it you don't hear about mass shootings in West Virginia? Hmm. Good question. Education. You know, we start we start our children off young in the proper way to handle a firearm and and you know uh, safety on shooting and things of that nature. You know, hell, my boy was five years old and, and we cut a, a Red Rider BB gun stock down so he could shoot it for him, you know, to start learning. Well, I grew up in the Ohio Valley. You probably, since you live in West Virginia, you probably know about the Ohio Valley, about the Northern Panhandle of West Virginia. That's where I grew up. Yeah, that's where my ex-sister-in-law, or daughter-in-law is from, up in that area. Pomeroy, I think. I know where that's at. I lived in a little town called Holloway, that, and I grew up on a farm, and my dad taught me how to use a gun properly at the age of, um, I think, six years old. <laughs> yeah, you know, it, it's education. Um I've brought this up several times in lives. You know, I worked armed security for a long time. I was a bell enforcement agent, a.k.a. bounty hunter. You know, there were times that I would go, you know, 28 hours without sleep. So when I come home, all I did was just unclip my duty belt lay it on the coffee table and lay there on the couch and go to sleep. 
never had a problem to worry about my kids messing with my guns. Never. And that's very, and I mean, the, the reason I'm doing this panel is because different people have different experiences with gun control. Like West Virginia has different rules than uh, New York and, uh, and Alabama. Because I will pull up, if people want to know what state, uh, if people in the chat want to know their gun laws, let me know because I'm about to share the gun laws in every show. And I can show that to everybody. That way we can sense since uh rex is here we'll do rex what are some of the ones that you know of what in my state yeah what's some of the gun laws that you know that your state has uh okay so in new york we have what is called the safe act what is you know not really safe but that's just the acronym for it um, that's not an actual word. It's, it's an acronym called the SAFE Act. Uh, basically, Cuomo put that into effect back in 2000, I want to say 2006, 2008. Basically, they tried to come out with a magazine limit, uh, high capacity mag limit bands first. They tried to make it seven rounds. And they tried to do that. <laughs> Even judges in New York started coming out saying that was ridiculous. How are you going to tell what's a seven-round mag? Seven-round mags don't even exist. So even the police started coming out saying, that's ridiculous, you know, a seven-round mag limit, how am I even supposed to check that or enforce it? What am I supposed to do? You know, if you pull somebody over and they're legally armed, what is a cop going to have to check the magazine and dump out the whole mag right there on a traffic stop, checking for seven rounds in a mag? That's ridiculous. So they stopped enforcing that one. So there was a seven-round mag limit, stupid as hell. Uh, there is basically a de facto assault weapons ban. Um, my AR-15 that I own, uh, since it has detachable magazines, I can't have a pistol grip on it. I have some, you know, sideways little grip. It's it's not even a real pistol grip. Uh, you can't have a birdcage. You can't have adjustable stock. Uh, obviously, no bayonet lug because, you know, having a bayonet lug, that turns it into, you know, an assassin's weapon. Uh, what else? If you go with a pinned magazine, then you can have a pistol grip and adjustable stock, and that's about it. No birdcage, no muzzle flash, um, suppressor, nothing like that. What else? Uh, handguns are relegated to 10-round mag limit. Uh, you can't have... Uh, what else? Yeah, if there's some stupid law, you can't have a forward grip. You can't have a forward grip on your rifle either, no forward grip. Even if it's a pin mag or not, you can't have a front... Uh, front pistol grip on it either. No stabilizing braces. What else? Uh, there is the permitting system where you can't, basically, you, you if you live in New York and you're not a celebrity, you're not a VIP, you don't work for the government and you don't play golf with the judges on the weekend, uh, you can't get a full carry permit, especially in the city. It's just not going to happen for you. Um, even people that work businesses and that carry a lot of cash and stuff, I mean, even they barely ever get approved for a full carry permit. 
but and you know, like Floki was saying, he worked security. I've been working armed security for the past three years. I worked security for six years, and I even got recently denied about a year and a half, two years ago now, for a full carry permit on the grounds that I did not have a special need for a full carry permit. So it's de facto there is no Second Amendment in in New York State at all at that point. Um, they're trying to also come out now with the new assembly bill of A7771, where <laughs> if you want to buy a rifle or a shotgun, you have to first get a hunting permit, if I remember all this correctly. They're trying to pass this now in the assembly in the Senate. You have to get a hunting license. Uh, you have to take a, um, a proficiency exam at the shooting range and shoot 90% at the shooting range, if you want to buy a rifle or a shotgun. Uh, I think there's a five, I think it was a five hour safety course that they're going to make you take uh, hunting permit, right? Oh, mental health uh, background check. You got to take a psychological exam, uh, fingerprints and background check. So that bill is also now within the New York state Senate being considered. Um, oh, and social media. They want to, they want to be able to tap into your social media and they want you to give them your username and password for all your social media accounts so they can, uh, I guess, determine that you're not a, uh, whatever, extremist, if, if you will. Uh, I'm sure oh, there's mean, more. I just can't remember at this moment. And no, here's what... Huh? Uh, so, all no, you mean patriot? Yeah, yeah, that one. Yeah, you're not a far-right extremist patriot or libertarian because apparently to Biden's DHS, you know, libertarians are domestic terrorists. So there's, there's that too. And this is guns to carry. These are the things that they have. Carry permit required. Handgun, yes. Long gun, no. I don't understand why they would want, they would want a permit for a handgun but not a long gun. Because long gun, you can't conceal it. You can't conceal a long gun. It's almost exactly. impossible. Uh, yes, you gun. can. Not, not so no well. Um, no and really. what they're talking, <laughs> what they classify a long gun is a one with a full stock and yeah. you know, a, a, at least a minimum. I think it is like a twenty-two inch barrel. Eighteen and a half. Well, I, yeah, and a half minimum minimum on a shotgun is 18 and a half. Right. Yeah. But then again, even shotguns have, have a length limit mm-hmm. and yeah, a, a capacity limit now. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, shot, shotgun, I guess, I think it's five rounds. Like, you yeah. know, the mag two holds five and the chamber is six. And then collapsible, so you cannot have a collapsible stock. Right. So like, if you're thinking like you can collapse the stock AC and like throw it in a backpack, that's that's not even that's not legal either in New York. That's just that's screwed up. That is screwed up. Plain and simple, that's screwed up. Yeah, the yeah, I, I, think, I think the minimum <laughs> uh overall length of a shotgun cannot be below 20 28 inches yeah I think that sounds right they legally can sell the Kelton 
I don't remember the double, the uh, double loading kind of Celtic shotgun that they had. Yeah, I forgot the name of it. Yeah, that was legal to sell, but I think that was like the shortest one you can buy legally in New York. Yeah, and you, you couldn't you couldn't alter the stock to make it into a pistol grip. Right. It has yeah, to be a factory product. Yeah. And and that's like, what I you know, that's what I screamed here back a few months ago when I kept saying watch what Florida does because if they would have passed that bill, then the federal government would have jumped all over it. You know they would have. You know what I'm saying? They're not going to come right out and say, okay, everybody give us your guns. They're going to do it in the back door while you're not paying attention. And they're just chipping away at the back door a little bit at a time. But most people, especially since YouTube come up, because if you search YouTube, you can find a crap load of people that are against the overreach of the freaking government right now. Because I watch Colin Noir, I watch Langley Outdoors, I watch a lot of different 2A supporters, and a lot of the reasons their gun laws haven't passed is because of... Uh, a lot of people calling their senators and saying, if you pass this, you're gone. Yeah. Well, that's happening a lot. Now, remember, like, since since this whole thing popped off with George Floyd and Bokeh, like, people have been buying, it's like, first-time liberal gun owners. There's now more than three millions of them. Remember when Nick's was so backed up, they had to shut down the system <laughs> or just overloaded and shut itself down? And states all across the freaking country just like, nope, we're not going to process uh, background checks. <laughs> like, here, something unconstitutional there, buddy. But that's the thing about, do you know how much, I will stop that one. Do you know right now in this Congress, how many freaking gun, gun bills there are in Congress right now? Floki and Rex? I can't even guess the number. I would have to say, uh, just to throw a number out there, I, I wouldn't be surprised there's more than 50 gun control bills right now going on. Oh, I'd say it's a whole lot higher than that, Rex. What do yeah, you I think, think that's a Floki? very low ball figure. What do you think, Floki? Because I already know the answer because I researched this last night. Uh, because that's what the Democrats do. <laughs> yeah. um, I mean, uh, no offense, you know, for people out there that may be Democrats, but that's what they do. Every time they get in office, you know, they start bombarding Congress with new bills that they're wanting to make into law on gun control. You know, it's funny. That's what's hilarious now because, you know, like I said, we have like 2 million plus. When I looked up the number, it was 2 million plus new gun owners, and most of them 
where Democrat first time, you know, people that used to be anti-gun are starting to see all the civil unrest and now COVID coming into play and all this other stuff. So now you have all these first time gun owners that are of the left that used to be anti-gun and now they're sitting there with a rifle. And that it was hilarious seeing all these reports of people walking into gun stores. Wait, I can't leave with it today. No, you got like a fucking seven day waiting period that you voted for. You go back home, sit down and shut up and wait for your gun that you voted for this law. Like, what? Oh, I can't just buy a gun on the Internet. People are really trying to buy guns on the Internet thinking they just, just get it shipped to them just like that. So it's like all these liberals that voted for this anti-gun policy and now they really want to get a gun because they don't feel safe anymore. And now they're sitting there twiddling their thumbs like, damn, everything we've been saying is becoming true. Like all these laws, now people are starting to realize like, shit, yeah, these laws are kind of ridiculous. But how do you well, show to a freaking gun store with a, with a seven day waiting period and you don't even know? But you, and here's you, what, like, you voted in the guy that wanted it. Here's a flash for you. You know how they say that they the government cannot keep a list of people who own firearms? Right? Wasn't that is that the Dickey Amendment? No, right? I have my other one wrong. Floki, you never answered the question how many you think there are right now that are bills. Not resolutions, but bills. Bills alone, I would probably say more around a thousand. Actually, Rex is closer. Really? I will show you. That's surprising. Yeah. That's surprising. I thought that'd be way over fifty. I thought that was a. It's not figure. that far over fifty. It's a hundred and nine. Okay. Yeah, that's still uh, fifty. Was still a low estimate. It's a low estimate, but it's a lot more. These are all the bills right now in Congress that have something to do with a gun. There's 109 right now. Yeah, that's crazy. 109? And some of them are, are absolutely stupid. You know, if, if I hate something so bad, then I'm going to understand that before I start making claims against it. You know what I'm saying? It, it kills me to see the, the system uh, and, I, and I'm talking about media, you know, and these stupid politicians that will say, like I saw one, the guy said, held up an AR with uh, a 50-round magazine, and he says, this is a machine gun. <laughs> And this clip shoots a hundred rounds out of it. You know what I'm saying? They're idiots. You know, no, no if, you're, if you're going to try to carry a conversation on and, and get people to your way of thinking, don't you think you ought to know what you're talking about? 
when it comes to Look, you remember the lady politician that was saying something like there were infrared or heat-seeking bullets, like the green tip, like the armor-piercing, were like exploding tip, freaking whatever, infrared heat-seeking bullets. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're just, they're idiots when they come to it. They oh have education on it. In the same way with the, with the, the, the gun politics they don't study it enough to where it makes sense you know what i'm saying and this is just federally this is not in the states this is federally these are and i got some of the laws some of the bills that I don't know how to describe them unless to call them ridiculous. My favorite one is freaking um, Senate Bill 736. The one by, you guys probably don't remember this bill, but I do. But it was by Diane Feinstein. And she, and I need to find, all right, seven. And this is just an overview of the actual bill. I think there's over 200 different guns that she wants to ban from the AR-15 to pistols. I, I think we can agree they want to ban every semi-automatic. I mean, it's going to go to semi-automatic, and then they're going to go after the revolvers and the bolt action. There's just going to be a whole... We're just going after all of them. Come on. Sort of, like Germ- sort of like what I talked about in the beginning, what Germany did. Yeah, the problem you with that is that, unfortunately for them... And they see you... Unfortunately for them... If you've been around the family, you'll know that I've said this, you know, for the past couple years, you know, the the government is going to sneak by us whatever they can. The, the gun laws that they're passing, um, a good example is the, the gun laws of, of the 90s that actually I've got a, a Remington uh, model 720 22 bolt action and it was on the list to be you know the Diane Feinstein's bill I know man, you know what I'm saying so yeah it's I mean it's ridiculous all right here here are some of the guns an AK, an AK-47, AK-47S, AK-74. And I can understand those weapons. Oh, Why? I can under... Why? Because, because an AK-47, even in civilian, where if you get it from Russia, where it was actually first started, it would be... It is a fully automatic gun. I could understand. I no, know sir. the cost- 
Nope, no, sir. It's a semi-auto. I, I dealt in guns, and I'm going to tell you you're wrong. When the big, big flood of the AKs, yeah. which back then we called them the communist block guns, the AKs, the SKSs, and all those, before they were allowed to be brought into the country, they had to be fixed so they could not be readapted as a fully automatic weapon. The only way, the only way you can get a full auto rifle in America is if you pay a $200 tax stamp on the NFA. They're technically not banned, but if you have a class, I think it's what, a class three weapons class permit, you can get a fully automatic rifle, but you got to pay the $200 tax stamp and you got to have that class three weapons permit, which they go into your whole life for that. Yeah, you're you're the same as as a uh, a gun broker. With exactly. A, a, yeah, like FFL. But, class three. But, uh, but I did not know when they came to this country that there was a semi-automatic weapon. I thought yeah. they were that I did not know, and I researched guns a lot because I am a gun advocate. I do consider myself where I want to be for with the Second Amendment. When I didn't know they told them when they got them in here that they had to adapt them to semi-automatic and never could go back to fully well, automatic. That I did not know. But Floki, thank you for changing, uh, change. Telling me that I didn't know, so thank you. I'm learning something today. Yeah, all... When they when they first come in, and you you could take the bolt out of them, which is your slide, um, and you could tell where they had took grinders and ground down the bolt and removed certain parts of it so that it, it couldn't be fired fully out of. The only one that I ever found that would even that had come into the country that even would get close to a full auto was the Chinese SKSs. And what it was is if you didn't pay attention when you put the firing pin back in, you would put it in backwards. Hmm. And what would happen is with, a, you know, a full mag, which I forget how many it was on the clip now, um, a stripper clip that you would take and, and run through your bolt and push your shells on down into your magazine because they weren't fixed fast. Well, when you'd release that bolt, it went full automatic. And what it was technically called was a slam fire. And it would rattle off until it run out of ammunition. I mean, for me, I'm so, for me, my philosophy is whatever a criminal can own, I should be able to own it too. So theoretically, a criminal can get their hands on whatever they want. Well, if a criminal can get a fully automatic rifle or a full automatic, what, attack nine and Uzi, uh, a fully automatic Glock, I want it too. Why should I be barred from owning something that somebody could break into my house and use against me? It don't make no sense. It doesn't. 
it doesn't because that because the reason this is I'm doing this is to educate people on a lot of things that are happening in this country so we don't um end up like Nazi Germany. And, and that's what I, that direction. That's that's what I started to tell you earlier that months ago, you know, when they were tearing down the statues, I said, yeah, you know, this is part of a plan. You know, we, we have used this exact tactic through history. The same as Nazi Germany. They did the same thing. They pulled down the, the statues you know, the, they they harassed the hell out of the churches. You know what I'm saying? They yeah. they went to a centralized government police. Force. Yep, that's what they're trying to do too. They're trying to bring a federal federal police state in. So I mean, you know, when I what I told you earlier when I first come on here, there's a lot of similarities. And one of those, one of those steps in Germany was to disarm the public. It wasn't actually because of the research that I've done. It wasn't actually to disarm the public. It was to disarm the people they did not agree with. Well, yeah, that's a threat, and that's what they're trying to do with us. I think we can agree the government just wants full control over everything. Right. And that's and what they're trying to Have you guys seen the job posting on the National Guard? Because it's on the National Guard website. rent specialist for National Guard. Would they be coming up with a job like that? It's a That's bunch of bullshit. Talk. No, it's, it's not. It's, on, it's on the National Guard website. It was on the National Guard website, AC. Like the legit National Guard website put up a job, 31E, internment resettlement specialist. I don't know what that means, and but internment resettlement, that, that kind of uh, doesn't sound like good terminology to me. No. But Miss Lady brings up, because I don't know if you guys heard this before, but the World Economic Forum, the WEF, has said by 2030 that we'll owe nothing and be happy. Yeah, that's what they're going for. They're going for... If you get outside of our news networks and get into foreign broadcasts of news, AC. Um, I, believe me, I do. I know what's going on in this country. Because Australia news, uh, the BBC are talking about daily, daily mails talking about it. Believe yeah. me, I, I know what, what's going on. But but 
even the people of those countries are, are telling us to wake up. You know, we are their last ray of hope. See, a lot of people from other countries say, hey, uh, what are you guys doing over there? What are you doing? Why are you going along with this stuff? You're going to regret it. And then you have these right. little freaking young-ass kids running around saying, like, I don't know how you can be anybody, let alone, for example, Antifa, and come across somebody who literally just came from Cuba talking about communism like you don't want it, but then you still think you know better than they do. The logical fallacy, the, the whole disassociation to reality is astounding. But yeah, like like, legit brainwashing. Legitimate it, brainwashing. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it, it's all. Um. It's all a plan. Um. Some years ago, I had got a uh, an old CIA handbook. Oh, and, I mean, the, this is, is the very thing that was outlined is what's happening here now that they were teaching their operatives to do in other countries. You know, I've always had a saying, too, or more recently started saying it. Like, I, I fully believe that MK Ultra worked. Like, MK Ultra worked on some people, whether it's been in the media, subliminal messaging, what have you, going to conspiracy theory rabbit hole. Um, that shit worked. Hand over fist. I think the media plays it up a lot more. I think there's more people that value freedom that don't. But then you have these powerful people, like, look at Arnold Schwarzenegger a couple days ago saying, screw your freedom. Like, who the fuck is that guy? You know? Right. Oh, he used to be the Someone. governor of Cali. Someone that came to this country, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, benefited for all the freedom that America offered him. Rose came extremely successful. And what was Mr. Universe, the bodybuilder, Mr. Universe, won yep. that. And all of a sudden, it's screw your freedom. Like, who yep. does this guy think he is? He's, he's nobody now. Like, Look, I, I don't understand where these celebrities come from where they can propagate this nonsense. I I have nothing against immigrants coming to this country legally. My father did it when he was six years old. He came here from Germany. But there's been streams that I've been in that said um, uh, Schwarzenegger's dad, Gustav, was actually a Nazi himself. Could be. Does anyone know what that code, what that actually says? Does anyone know what that actually means? That well, what code. Means? With what I got shared up on the screen, the 50 uh, US code 842. Oh, there's no code up on the screen. No, not sharing the, the, I haven't put it up, but I re, I just researched it. Do you know what <laughs> it says? No. Any no. ideas? 
No. We might need to uh, visit this. What you guys think? Well, I'm aware that I heard of um, there's a legit law that makes it illegal for any person to promote communism or have even a communist affiliation or group. But now, I mean, we have communist clubs in high school. There's communist clubs, but that's supposed to technically be illegal. But... it's but yet, technically illegal to, to promote communism in, but, in yet my, but yet my children and grandchildren couldn't pledge allegiance to the flag or have any kind of of uh, religion in the school you know and then they bring all these people from the Middle East here and all of a sudden it's okay for them to pray while they're in school because it's the right of their religion. Oh, yeah, like propping up the Muslim stuff. But, you know, screw Christianity. You can't have that people's stuff in our schools. You know, forget Sharia. Yeah, Sharia law is A-OK. Sharia law is the best thing ever, but, you know, I guess Christianity is taking it one step too far. Now that well, then if if that's the case, Sharia law is, is acceptable, then we need to go out in the streets and do as Sharia law suggests. Check out the infidels. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, says the Communist Party of the United States or any successor of such party regardless of the assumed name whose object or purpose to overthrow the government of the United States or the government of any state territory district or possession thereof or the government of any political subdivision therein by force and violence are not entitled to have any of the rights privileges immunities attended upon legal bodies created under the jurisdiction of the laws of the United States or any political Subdivision thereof. Now, what's that tell you? What's that tell you? We could go after these people in court. That that tells you everything. But, like with everyday crime, you've got judges... (laughs) that the only thing they want to do is smack people on the hands. Oh, you got sympathizers all over the place. I was letting them right out. You know what I'm saying? I mean, they're they're doing that, you know, just about in a democratic state right now. Yeah, I mean, you would have dudes, people like straight up smash a cop car, throw a Molotov cocktail, and they would get out hours later getting bailed out by these Governors and celebrities. Crazy times.
but that because Joker, I know you're in Pennsylvania. What about your gun laws? My gun laws? Yeah. Since we're doing gun control, why don't you talk about some of the things that your politicians have tried to do? Well, this well politicians have become well, they're very complicit, and they're very, uh, <laughs> they're not there when you actually need them to be. Very true, very true. Are paid off. I think they're just paid off. You know, they're promised the island somewhere, like an Epstein Island, something like that. Probably getting, getting kickbacks and everything. Yeah, there's a lot of them like that. Um, but I have to say now, I do have uh, Democratic um, Senator, and when it comes to guns now, he, he flat tells them, yeah, you can not going to go over in my state. I love Mr. M I love Joe Manchin. He did a hell of a job as governor for a, a little bit, but him standing up to his own party that says a lot. He's standing up for our rights. He's a moderate, unlike uh, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. Well, I think I, I think part of it is that, and part of it is that he knows that. If he crosses us on gun laws, we're going to get rid of it. You know, we've done that with, you know, a, a, a couple senators here within the past 10 years. I mean, that's kind of the thing, though, with the Republican Party. There's so many rhinos. It's like, how do you know what's up and what's down? Especially when politicians can say whatever they want, they can campaign on any promise, and just turn around and lie about it, you know, and there's no repercussions. I think politicians have to pay a price for lying during a campaign. Like, if you say you stand for the Second Amendment and then you vote for legislation against it, I think there should be some repercussions or some punishments for a politician that lies during a campaign and that they go against what they say they're going to do. Oh, don't get me wrong, Rex. For years, I've said that we needed to clean out both the House and the Senate and try them all for treason. If they're found innocent, fine. But if they're found guilty, fix it. You know, because, of course, you know, our illustrious government took out the death penalty for treason. So, you know, fix it to where they can never work in a government office for the rest of their lives. Yeah, that should definitely start doing. But then it's also the side of, you know, what are we doing? Because there's not even prosecutors. There's no politicians really getting arrested. Even almost skated on breaking state and federal law. And the attorney general in the same, the same sentence, the same breath, the same video, wants to say, oh, we're not going to pursue criminal charges. Five minutes ago, she said that he broke state and federal law. So why are you not pursuing charges? 
That's another thing. There's no one prosecuting these politicians that criminally break the law. They're not going to jail. It makes no sense. It's corruption at the highest level. Right. And, and that's what I was saying, you know, just like with these gun laws. You know, the wording in the Second Amendment is there for a reason. Not, not it might be until further notice, it shall not be. Yeah. You know, and, and these, you know, I've heard, I've heard the leftists' excuses for years that, well, you know, that was back then. So if you're going to take that to heart, then you have to use what weapons that they said, which is, you know, at that time, was black powder. Right. You know. And, and it's no, it doesn't say what the government has, the public cannot have. It says our rights shall not be infringed. No. And that is what politicians have forgotten. You no, know, that's the thing, because they know they can get away with it. Like, I, I've been thinking about something lately. Doesn't, I don't know, can't like, citizens get together and enact a citizen's arrest on a politician? Just go, just go over to his house and say, hey, you're under arrest. And go into the police station and enact a citizen's arrest on these politicians. Since the police ain't doing it. The prosecutors ain't doing it. So, I mean, what extent do I, I, that's what I wanted to look into recently is like the extent of the powers of enacting a citizen's arrest. Because to me, it should be totally possible to enact a citizen's arrest against a politician. Here is the problem with that. Remember back when we talked about the back door? They're just making back door laws, you know, to take away our rights. Right. That's another situation. Yeah, you, by rights, you know, the American people have a right to, you know, take him out of office and put him on trial. However, with new laws that have been written, that's <laughs> vigilante justice, and that is... Um, I'm, I'm trying to think of the word. Uh, terroristic threats. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So now you have, you have the right to go do that. You, you know, you and, and, 150 million people have the right to do that. However, with new laws that have been written, they backdoored them laws. You know, here in West Virginia, there's still laws on the books that say that I can take my wife the first Sunday of every month to the town square on the courthouse steps and whip her ass 
with a switch no bigger than my thumb. But now, you think for a minute I take my wife on the courthouse steps on a Sunday morning and start whooping her butt with a, a switch? I ain't going to end up in jail for domestic violence. You see what I'm saying? And guys. Yeah, sorry, I'm at work right now. Guys, I'm going to ask you something. Do you think, since there's and everyone in the chat room, do you think that our politicians federally want to have a gun registration? They already do. They already do, AC. New York State already has that. Actually, the federal government does not have our names and what guns we own. Yes, sir, they do. And I know this for a fact because oh. I in a gun store that ended up going out of business. Let me explain something to you. You know that nice little sheet that you fill out that states um, you're not a convicted felon. Uh, you're, you're not uh, under psychiatric care and I forget what the other one is and then you scan it at the bottom if you yeah. notice there is a box there that the gun shop person you're dealing with writes in make model and serial number to that gun but those records are supposed to be destroyed after a certain amount of time no, sir. A gun store is not allowed not allowed to destroy those because those are the only proof that he has of deposition to a, another person. You see what I'm saying? As far as I understood it, that was against the law to keep those records. Though. Those are supposed well, to be expunged, destroyed after a certain period of time, like three months or something, like 90 days after sale, those records like in the next database are supposed to be erased, like the reader shredded. When we, when we shut the shop down, the ATF come in and took boxes and boxes and boxes of those sheets. Well, and exactly what we were told was they were taking them to a warehouse, you know, to, for, you know, because those can't be given away. You know, they can't let anybody have those. So here they have a warehouse that's full of what we called the yellow sheets with boxes upon boxes of yellow sheets in it with everybody's name, birth date, driver's license number, the gun that you purchased, the make, the model, the serial number, and the date you purchased it. Yeah, I believe this. I mean, I'm not surprised, man. 
You know, they're going to do what they want regardless of the law. It doesn't matter what the law is. Exactly. They break it. They don't get penalized for it. So, like, exactly. it's going to come to a point in time. Like, it's just going to happen, and that's what they want to happen. They want to wipe people like us out so there's nothing left standing in their way. All these other people no. that are nicely controlled and brainwashed, they're going to be here. But people like us, we're, we're done. We're going to be the ones sent to camps and doing all this other conspiracy stuff. And that's just what I believe, though. And here's how it goes. The dealer acquisition and deposition record up to 20 years. Firearms transaction record form 4473 transfers 20 years. Firearms transaction record form 4473 background check without transfer five years. Multiple handgun sales report form 3310.4 five years and FFL Theft and lost report five years. Yeah. Well, I'm just telling you what the the ATF agent told me that were going to happen to the the files. Because at that time I was affiliated with people in uh, a different way of thinking, shall, shall we say. So, you know, of course, I was going to be curious. Uh, but, you know, here's, some, here's something you ought to think about, too, AC. What's up with the ATF now making laws on firearms? They... Because they are trying... They are not... What they say is a bunch of bullshit, but it's it is what it is. But and it says the little note with the asterisks for all the records above the that need to keep be kept for for twenty years. They can all be legally discarded, destroyed after twenty years has passed. However, the ATF prefers that you maintain these records for life of your FFL. If you'd like to get rid of them after 20 years, you can turn them into the ATF at the time, same location where you, where you send, send your records after you decide to stop being an FFL and the ATF's out of business record center. See, that is for the FFL holder. Yeah. You can you can destroy after that amount of time. But as far as the ATF, you notice they didn't say anything about destroying stuff. True. They said you can turn it into them. So, yeah, it, they got you coming and going, brother. I mean, they really do. But this is why we need to have this out there. These laws need 
because in the Declaration of Independence, it gives us permission to overthrow our government. It gives yeah, us permission to overthrow the government legally. Yeah, they have done. They have done. Put a stop to all that with the new laws that they've filed. Yeah, now, now all we are are a bunch of terrorists, according to you know the release of the document from um, Homeland Security. Uh, the thing about it, I will say this now: these people need to learn that if you poke the bear a little too much. They're going to fight back. And you're, you're seeing it all over the country that these people, people are starting to realize that we have let this go way too far, way too long. Because there is a bill in the Senate right now, in the House, that I think it passed the House. Let me see. It was introduced on in march about having all the information of our guns legally put on the internet and shown to anybody that wants it and that is house r 127 and the one thing this act uh where is it at Firearm registration system. Under the firearm registration system, the owner of a firearm shall transmit to the Bureau A, the make, the model, and serial number of all firearms and the identity of the owner of the firearm, the date of the firearm was acquired by the owner, and where the firearm is or will be stored. And and they are going to create a database. And the Attorney General shall establish and maintain a database of all firearms registered pursuant to this subsection. The Attorney General shall make, all, make the contacts of database accessible to all members of the public, all federal, state, and local law enforcement agencies, all branches of the United States Armed Forces and all state and local governments as defined by the Bureau. They want that national database. They want that. You know, the funny thing you say that now, just think about their, this and sit on it, okay? You already have a database when you sign those papers to do that background check. Because that serial number of that gun is imprinted on your name when that serial num number of that gun is signed over to you when you buy it. So because public records of that. I thought when they put that out there that the names of the owners were not actually visible to 
to outside parties. That's their ambition to uncover that. That's what their database is what they're trying to do. All I can say is, like I said earlier about my money, they make cannon jars and shovels every day. Well, by golly, they make post hole diggers and PVC pipe every day, too. But it, but we need people to see this. Please, people, share this with people you know because they do not want this out there. Because we do still have rights, not as many as what the founding fathers actually gave us. But this is why I'm doing these streams, why I'm showing you the parallels. Like in Illinois, the FOID cards. Why would the Second Amendment, which I have on the thumbnail of this, in the thumbnail for this stream, I took, I had a picture. And I put the Second Amendment in it for one simple fact. We need to know our rights. We need to know what the hell is going on in this country because we are the ones. At, we are supposed to be the ones in control. After September 11th, after September 11th, the states lost all their freaking rights. The states lost all their rights. The states are supposed to have more power than the federal freaking government. Well, here's something, too, that you got to remember is the minute that they declared that anybody that says they're a, a patriot or they don't believe in the the big V or anything of that nature with Homeland Security you know saying that that that's domestic terrorism do you understand everybody what that means you are now a terrorist they don't have to have warrants they don't have to give you rights to call a lawyer. Does everybody understand that? Yeah. You know, once they did that, they can classify everybody as a, as a terrorist and no longer have to give you your rights. And no one will hear from you again. <laughs> I mean... Look yeah. what they did. Look what they've done to the people on January 6th. Right. Yeah. And we'll go over one more thing that I have with this that is very 
and this is for um this is hr 4953 to amend the internal revenue code of 1986 to subject to requirements of national firearms act any semi-automatic that has the capacity to accept a detachable magazine and i think that is most of all firearms today that's most of your rifles well that's the point they want to ban everything so anything that can accept a detachable mag even a pistol they're going to try to ban exactly right. even a handgun they're going to try to ban everything well if they'd have got their way <laughs> they'd have got their way rex down in florida hell anything that held over 10 rounds there was no grandfather clause oh i remember that yeah so yeah, every, every every 22 uh that semi-automatic that was ever made with a tube magazine because it said fixed or detachable magazine just become outlawed but now you can't even have something that has a fixed magazine oh my god and i'm still right now i'm on MeWe, right MeWe is another social media platform but it's like censorship free but you compare it to gab and rumble or whatever. I, I, there's no live streaming, but whatever. And I'm all over there on MeWe, and there's still anti-gunner liberal Democrats till this day. Yesterday, somebody just told me that no one's coming to take your guns. I'm like, bro, take your pick. Feinstein, Pelosi, Beto, Biden. Take your freaking pick. They're all saying it out loud. Who in the hell still believes that no one's going to come take the guns? Like, you're just being disingenuous, or you're just being an asshat at this point, if you, if you think. No one in the government is coming for the guns. Or you can even say that. You just look like an idiot. I got a prime example for you, Rick. The 3030 does not have no clip to put in it. The what? The 3030 does not need a clip to feed the ammunition in it. 3030. Well, are you talking about like a stripper clip or. No, they're the Western gun, Rex. Oh, okay. A 30 Okay, I think I'm following you. But here's the thing. What, wait, what's the 30-30? I'm a little ignorant about that. How many rounds, how many rounds does your 30-30 hold? Well, what's a 30-30? Is that like a revolver or a pistol? A rifle. Lever okay. action. Okay, yeah, Oh, okay. Now I'm following. Yeah, lever action. Okay. You see what I'm saying, Joker? Mine only held seven. Same here. And you have to load it individually, right? Is that yep. reminiscent of like the Henry repeater? Yep, pretty much. Okay. Yeah, something stark to compare it to in my mind. Yeah. Like my state, Pennsylvania is an open carry state for rifles. But when it comes to handguns, mm -hmm. you have to have a CCW to be carrying mm -hmm. around. Right. Yeah, and and I know from a past in law enforcement. If you are wearing a holster. That's how you talk to them, right? 
and have a gun in it, well, that's all fine and dandy as long as the police officer is standing in front of you, behind you, or on your right side. But the minute he steps to the left side of you where your body physically obstructs the view of the gun, it becomes a concealed weapon. What? That is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. You know, and that was Ohio law. Just, they can't, it was, just because it they can't see it, it becomes concealed. Yeah, even though it's open it's carry on your side, if the officer cannot see from any point in your radius, see that gun, then it becomes concealed. The question is, can they arrest you for that? Yes. What? No. No, I'm done. I'm done. I'm going back to work. I'm going back on mute. That's too much. That's too much for me. <laughs> At least, you know, when I, went, damn much, man. Come on. when I went to school, that's how, how it was. That is so... Uh, have you ever seen or ever heard of, um, like, a cop enforcing that, though, or actually arresting somebody? Oh, yeah. Oh, you've got to be shit. See, not, oh, see, yeah. See, this is why I don't trust the police, man. This is why I don't... Columbus... I don't trust them. Oh. Columbus PD was a, a, a firm believer in no one should carry a handgun. That's why I don't trust police. No. Well, recently I wanted to give the blue line flag the benefit of the doubt. But then just all this shit is, is going to keep snowballing. The majority of police are not going to honor their oath. I mean, it's just an opinion. You do what you want with it. But I don't trust the cops anymore. I can't, there's no possible way that I can trust these police out here to not violate on a massive scale. Like, I fully believe if they ever do come out with like forced confiscation or the quote unquote mandatory buyback, as you know, as if you can buy something back that you never bought in the first place. But okay, I don't think I, I don't think there's too many cops that are going to go against it. Well, and, and here's a, a good example. You know, around the same time, uh, a buddy of mine that I was doing the gun shows in the gun shop, a buddy of mine that I knew from the shows that lived there in Columbus, he was a collector. I mean, truthfully, he was a collector. At one time, I think he had uh, some 150 long guns. And I don't know how many, you know, revolvers and pistols that he had bought over the years. He was a true collector. Columbus police and ATF raided his house, confiscated all of his guns. And here about what reason did they have? Because they were trying to accuse him of being a gun dealer. Huh. <laughs> oh, come up with anything. My. So, now mind you, they confiscated all of his firearms. Mm -hmm. There were never, the reasons being is they had to run the guns to make sure none of them were stolen. Oh, wow. And what, what now, probable cause? Did they have probable cause for that at all? Did, because, they, um, did they have because, a sting or did they ever catch him selling anything? Because he went to the gun shows. 
Oh, that's so much bullshit. That is not probable cause. Oh, no, he gets better than this. Now, about three or four years ago, uh, I talked to a mutual friend of ours. And he said until this day, he still hasn't got his firearms back. So that is illegal because I guarantee you they didn't compensate him. Did they compensate him for any of the property that they seized? Probably not. Civil asset no. forfeiture to be illegal as well. I can't trust these others. You know, but and these are the things that the government does when you don't know your laws. Well, I mean, even look at look at what happened to Katrina. I know a lot of people say, "Oh, that was just Katrina. That was just for that situation." But the National Guard went around going door to door, confiscating weapons when Katrina hit New Orleans. So in the moment where you have these citizens that are in a true emergency situation, you're just going around sending the National Guard to collect firearms? Like, really? That already tells me everything I need to know about the National Guard as well. They're just going to come around confiscating all this shit. And it is what it is. There's, there's, oh. Yeah, I should probably stop talking. Again, Rex, I said... They make post hole diggers and PVC pipe and caps every day. A little bit of silica, silica in with it. Keeps the moisture down. And as long as you oil it up good before you put it in there, when you pull it out, it's still there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, that's the thing with me is I see memes going around. Like, on MeWe, it's, it's even more prevalent. And on Gab, because of their freedom of speech, they're like censorship-free sites. And you have these memes where it's like Batman smacking Robin. You're probably seeing those memes out there. And it's like you have Robin saying that he lost his guns in a boating accident, and then Batman is smacking him saying... If you think you need to lose your guns in the voting accident, it's time to use them. I'm just kidding. Well, and, and that, that, for me, that just comes from old school. Mm-hmm. That's but the thing I, is... I still have guns that are buried. Well, I mean, that's the thing. Even today, like today, say I would to go do that, right? Say I would go bury my stuff. How would I go about doing that, though, since my pickup truck is also GPS in it? My phone is GPS. Now, theoretically, I can leave my phone at home. But if I take my truck to go bury my guns, all they got to do is see the location of my vehicle. I'm like, oh, they buried them right there. Yeah, but they don't necessarily know that that's what you're doing unless you're under surveillance. You know what I mean? You know, hell, I'm out. I'm out walking in the in the woods. I enjoy that. I do it from time to time. You know, I didn't know it was illegal to w- take a walk in the woods. That's why I like the older trucks. Listen, with where I where I live at here, you know the the biggest cash crop. For this state 
is marijuana. Nice. I mean, people don't admit it, but there's more weed grown here than there probably is in Hawaii. We're in West Virginia? Yeah. No. But that's oh, the thing, yeah. though. They say you can't you can't own guns if, if you're consuming marijuana. Another bullshit thing I don't agree with. But and again, and again, Rex, my comment was the Second Amendment says shall not be infringed. Shall not be infringed. It doesn't say, you know, if, if you you believe in Indian ways and, and smoke a peace pipe, that you're exempt from your Second Amendment. It doesn't, it doesn't say... say. It doesn't say if you have committed a felony, you can't own your guns. It says your rights shall not be infringed. You know, and here a while back, uh, Fetty was talking about the, the gun issue and, and rights being taken for felonies. And I reminded him when that law first come about, if you look it up, at the same time, they were making everything felonies. Everything you did. Oh, you got caught with a joint? That's a felony. That's, you know, that's out, out law. You know what I'm saying? So you have all these Americans now that have caught a felony on some BS charge and the government says, well, because you've got that felony on your record, you can no longer own firearms. Again, backdooring the Second Amendment. You know, and, and the American people let it go. But I'll shut up. I'm sorry. Floki, don't be sorry if you notice I yeah. was letting you I was letting you talk because what you were saying is true. Because it is it needs to be out there. This needs to be out there. Langley outdoor the link that I posted, he does a lot of uh, 2A stuff and the laws and how to stop it. So I was letting you speak. This is my platform. So I, I, I love that I have people up here like Floki, like Joker, that might know more than I do. I learn from you guys. And that's what I love about this. And I got one question for all three of you and everyone in the chat. Do you think it's right to raise the age someone can purchase a rifle or a shotgun to the age of 21? Floki, you can go first. No, absolutely not. You know, if, if you can join the army 
and offer your life up to protect this country, you should be allowed to buy a shotgun and go out rabbit hunting or squirrel hunting. Rex, what you think? Should there be an age on rifles and shotguns to the age of 21? Joker, do you want to come in on this one since Rex isn't? Sure. Okay, you're taking an ability away from a 12-year-old who wants to experience hunting. Yeah, we can hear you. Um, To teach a son to be a man when it comes to hunting and having that experience and that bond between father and son by changing their age for requiring a firearm is unconstitutional because the simple fact you're taking the ability from father and son time away from that experience in hunting. Thank you, Joker and Rex. You can go last with this one. Because this is why I asked that question. This is why I asked that. To amend Title 18 U.S. United States Code to increase the age at which a rifle or shotgun may be acquired from a federal FF, a federal licensed firearms dealer and other purposes. The other purposes ain't good either. They are trying to take this away from all of us. And the kids are going to be the ones that's going to hurt the most. I grew up on a farm. A lot of you know this. I learned how to shoot a gun properly when I was the age of six. I had my freaking first gun that my dad gave me when I was 12. So I'm like, no, not gonna happen. And it's not just for fathers and sons. Um, <laughs> I'm going to tell y'all, my daughter is just as good, if not a better shot, than my son is. It's... And, Floki, what I'm getting from you, it's time It's time you spend with your kids. It's time that you get to spend with your kids doing... having a little bit of fun, relaxing with them, and teaching them how to actually... Uh, manage a firearm. Am I right? Oh, yeah. I, My son and my wife know how to reload ammo on their own. You know, it, it's it's more than just shooting a gun. 
Um, for some people, it's a way of life. Um, you know, out on the farm, I'm sure you did a lot of hunting. <laughs> More than I than I remember. You it's know, Joker. Uh, yeah, I was a, a, a girl. You know, I'm, I was going to say, I'm sure you've done your share of hunting too, Joker. Yes, sir. You know, and Rex, I don't know if you have, but, you know, it, it's something that you can teach your kids, number one, to make them enjoy nature more. And number two, understand that you're harvesting just like you would if you are harvesting a garden. It's just you're harvesting meat. You know, and, and the biggest thing to it is it gets kids familiar with you know how many how many people are homeless right now you know it's a very good example how many of those families are are living hand to mouth for food you know what Sorry, i'm saying when you could go out to a wooded area as long as it has game you can set up snares out of a simple piece of wire and catch rabbits squirrels you know different things back well i had to set up a temp badge for employee so i don't understand why these homeless people are you know aren't able to to feed themselves or their children it's just amazing to me i know that if the food supply stops both of my kids can fend for their families and that's yeah that's my biggest thing about it you know you if you go in the woods with the attitude that you want to make it a little bit better place when you leave, you know, you pick trash up going in and coming out. I always have. I smoke. I don't leave a cigarette butt in the woods. I put them out and put the butts in my pocket. Yeah, not so many people think like that anymore. But it's a, it's a respect. You know, you it's my land. I respect it. You know, and when it needs to, it yields to me what I need. See, that's, that's like one thing. That's why I don't understand these people that are all of a sudden saying that to care about your freedom is selfish because you could be someone like you and actually care about other things, other people. And like you said, in that context, you know, when you go out into the woods, you leave it how you found it. Right. Or you leave it better than you found it. You know, it that you know, we've talked about the, the fires.
you know, and, and people setting fires out west. You know, and that a lot of that is that state government's fault. Once every few years, we'll get up here and we'll burn the, the forest bed out. Yeah, in, a, in a controlled burn. That way it yeah, burns up not in Cali. all the dead leaves. <laughs> you know, it, it would help you know, the ground and promotes, you know, new growth. And it keeps fires back away from my house. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, you know, look at all these people out West that have lost their businesses, their homes, because their state government says, no, it's best just to leave it be and let nature do its own thing. Very yeah. true. And, and that's uh, that's to talk about that is Todd. Todd is a good naturalist because he deals with uh, snakes. And the simple fact of leaving the spot when you're out in the nature, you know, you got to leave it the way it is, not you know ruin it for you know others or. Um, other animals to pick off predators, I would say. And Todd can probably contest to that. Yeah, it, it's it's simple. I mean, just it all comes down to respect. You know, I, I don't go on to my neighbor's property and, and tear their stuff up or tear, tear anything of theirs up because I don't want them coming to my house, tearing my stuff up or stealing from me. You know, you, you reach out and give a helping hand when you can. You know, you teach you teach your young about about nature and 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 the abuse that we have done to her and how things help her instead of hurting her. You know, in the fire zones out west, the timber out there will be ruined now for twenty years. Because it scorches the wood, and and wood buyers don't like to see it. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, and, and I haven't AC just done it with my children. Um, my youngest brother passed away some years back, and his two youngest kids. Uh, my wife. My wife and I kept every summer for quite a few years, you know, and down here they got to learn things that they wouldn't have in the city. You know, by the time they left here, they could shoot a gun. You know, they knew how to handle it safely. 
um, they knew what what went into keeping a garden and and what to eat out of the garden. You know what I'm saying? So it, it, it's education that we pass on through the generations. Now, the problem is these young kids, a lot of them don't want to hear it now. You know, we're old fashioned. Well, being old fashioned is a good thing. Because more people need to know that we we support that Second Amendment. We support being able to having our rights restored. Because that's the thing about it. I want people to get this out there i want you guys to share this with friends family co-workers that might be on the fence about the second amendment share this stuff because it will get more people on our side so with that being said floki joker i am gonna i am gonna turn this off give me your final comments about uh gun control in the United States and how and how we stop the overreach from our government, state and federal. So, uh, Joker, uh, I'll start with you and let you eh, Joker had to leave. Floki, go ahead. It all comes down to politics, people. You know, we're going to have to get the, the the idiots that are make trying to make these laws and, and get them voted out of office. That's all I got to say. Thank you, Floki, for coming up. And um, um, thank you for giving us the, giving us some of the things that you know that I don't. Joker, your final words, my friend. Joker, are you there? But I would like to thank everyone for coming today. Uh, share this. Share this with your friends, your family, people that are on the fence about two-way because we need more people to support our Second Amendment. And uh, next week, we will be talking about, I'm not, I might have a special guest couple I guess with me next week because we are going to be talking about things that have happened from the federal government and uh, the citizens of this country so please come back and share and like this because we need the we need more we need to get this information out so people know what the hell is going on but thank you so much for coming and everyone have a blessed day 
and maybe sometime this week I will um, go live if something breaking is happening. But thank you so much uh, for coming. And everyone have a good Sunday. And everyone in the path of the storm, uh, be safe because it's going to get, it might get a little bad. So love you all and thank you for coming.